0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. And um, given that I've had so many different teachers on the podcast recently, I've been asking them questions, they've been asking me questions, and then I was getting to the end of all of the teachers. So I was thinking, hmm, who else could I talk to and uh, have on the podcast? And I was thinking, is there anyone else? I'm not sure. And then whoop, I thought, Mickey, how are you?
1: Hello, everybody. I'm really good. Thank you. How are you, Lewis?
0: I'm all right. Uh, it's early in the morning. I've already had my coffee. So I'm feeling energetic, active and ready to take over the world. Oh, Some might say that you are full of beans, Lewis. I am. I am full of beans uh, in more ways than one. Because yesterday I actually had beans on toast for lunch. Oh, you did
1: it. I did, yeah. Uh, Classic. This is amazing, and it's it's so sad that I actually missed that as well. Just something so simple like beans on
0: toast with some freshly ground pepper, uh, a little bit of cheddar, so it melts into the beans. Oh, that's some that's some gourmet cheese on toast. That's that's how I do things. I do things <laughs> gourmet, luxury, and uh, upper class. Um, but anyway, um, I obviously summer was quite a long time ago. But um, Mickey, uh, what did you get up to in summer? You were on the podcast at the end of July when we had been in Cavith. In August, where did you go and what did you do? Yeah,
1: I had a really nice summer. I went to. I went to a few places. I was in Barcelona for a few days and then I spent the majority of it in Croatia, uh, moving around Croatia between uh, Split, one of the islands called Havar, and also Dubrovnik, mm. the King's Landing, which was an amazing city to visit. Uh, and then back to Spain. Yes, yeah, so I spent two or three weeks kind of moving around and had to be kind of back in work mid-August and doing things. But yeah, really nice summer.
0: Excellent. And was it as beautiful and picturesque as you imagined it to be yeah I mean
1: the island was more for partying uh, but the the problem it was more like kind of sightseeing and it was yeah it's quite a unique place actually I really enjoyed it and it was it was surprisingly beautiful and I would definitely recommend uh, people to go there
0: and I might even go back there myself at some point just because I feel there's some unexplored uh, places there. Fantastic. Yeah, I have never been to Croatia, but it's definitely on my my bucket list, uh, my list of places that I would like to visit. But when I will go, I'm not sure. There are so many places I'd like to visit, and we only have a limited amount of time. That's true. That's true. There's
1: also one thing about Croatia, just before we move on, is they uh, they don't use the euro, they use kunas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the numbers are quite high, so like it could be 200, 300 kunas. And it just feels like actually when you do the conversion to euros, everything is expensive or more expensive than you think it is. But the good news is, is apparently next year they are moving to the euro. We shall see. That's apparently the the talk of the town. Uh, So that might make it easier for for us to calculate the prices of a coffee, for
0: example. For sure. If anyone tells me like that will be 1,567 Kuna, I'd be like, "Uh, come again. What? Panic. Panic mode. I'd panic and start running away, for sure. (laughs) Anyway, as you said, let's get into the topic. And um, it's funny because, by chance, randomly, we have uh, stumbled upon Mickey's number one topic. (laughs) (laughs) So... The topic of today's chat is all about school learning and education. And uh, hey. yay! <laughs> if I'm not wrong, if I'm not mistaken, um, Mickey, you were a really good student, weren't you? You were a bit of a teacher's pet. I
1: wouldn't say that I was the teacher's pet. I would probably say that I was the teacher's nightmare <gasps> at school. But why? I wasn't a big fan of school and you know like a lot of people say the school years are your best years my personal feelings towards school is quite negative and something i i have like a bit of a mental block of school i didn't really
0: enjoy it too much Uh and was that because of your teachers not being very good because of you struggling when it came to exams could you put your finger on the reason why it was a negative experience
1: Yeah, I think I think it's a mixture of things. I think one is because I wasn't very academic at school. I became academic later on, uh, and I think partly that came from being able to pick and choose what it is that I wanted to learn, and learn things that I felt useful for myself and for life in general. Not being told what to learn, found some of it a little bit useless, um, but that's a personal personal opinion. So I think. boils down to what it boils down to is being told what to do I have a problem with authority
0: (laughs) Uh so if somebody tells you to do something you basically resist it and you say like why why should I do that and you will question what they are telling you to do
1: yeah and then that's when you have a lack of attention a lack of attention means you cause problems and then the teacher is uh, trying to tell you off so then
0: you react more and in the end it becomes a, a big show Exactly. So one thing leads to another, and then sooner or later, you are the teacher's nightmare. Dun yeah. dun dun. Unfortunately. Hey, we'll keep it upbeat. And um, a quick question, given that you were the teacher's nightmare, did you ever cheat on an exam? Huh? huh? Never.
1: I never cheated on an exam. I um uh I don't like people that cheat. I think they only cheat themselves, like uh, even with if you're running, if you're doing an exam, if it's time related, people that cheat for me, uh, there is zero point because you're who are you proving the score to? Like it's yourself. Like. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't agree with cheating. What about you? Uh,
0: I don't think I ever cheated on an exam. Um, not like seriously anyway. I think when I was younger, I probably tried. And I was probably in an exam and in a big hall. And I was trying to think of the answer for maybe, I don't know, an algebra equation. And I could maybe see someone who was very brainy and very uh, intelligent in front of me. And I might look over and try to be like, is that a seven or is that a 17? Um, Lewis, you naughty boy. Terrible. I think I tried a couple of times like that, like maybe looking over and seeing if I could see something and then I could write it down. But never like seriously where I'd have like a list of answers or I'd steal the answers from the teacher. It yeah. was just maybe looking over and then probably not seeing the letter or the word or the number and then thinking to myself, eh, it doesn't matter
1: just just moving like uh moving on from that what else basically well staying in with that do you because we obviously we've we we teach english to adults and we've taught adults like before do what's your opinion on adults cheating and have you ever caught an adult uh, cheating in your
0: english class um i'd say seriously cheating no i think whenever you would create some kind of uh friendly competition and pair work and you would try to make the class fun by telling them that they would get points for every correct answer and you would make it feel like this was important in order to encourage them and to motivate them so that they would get into the activity and have fun and then maybe they would make a joke about cheating and saying like "Ah, i'm not cheating and then you would see them doing what I was doing and looking over and be like what was that is that um have or must um <laughs> so I think they would do it but it's more of them making a friendly joke about the fact that people used to do it at school and yeah. now they're they're older wiser and I'm like eh, I'm not cheating oh must
1: <laughs> I think is I think one thing that's interesting like if you if we've ever set any homework which is writing related. Uh, And they send like, you know, they could be like an A2, a B1 level, you know, so they're, you know, and the building blocks of learning the language. And they send you like this perfect written text, which has clearly been Google translated or deep L translated. Just so you know, teachers normally know when texts have been translated because sometimes they are just too perfect.
0: (laughs) We can tell. We know. Um, There is one kind of way of cheating that I've seen adults do. Um, And it is whenever we're doing an online presentation and we might tell our students to prepare a presentation um, or improvise it and speak naturally. Both of them are absolutely fine. But then there are times when you'll be looking at one of your students and you'll be thinking, like, they're just reading. (laughs) They're just reading from Wikipedia. (laughs) And from that point, I'll be like, hey, hey. Eyes at the screen. Eyes at the screen. But hey, it is what it is. And I think everything is a way of learning and a way of practicing. But try not to cheat when you have an exam or a presentation in the future. Because as Mickey said, you're only cheating yourself.
1: That is true. That is true. What about, go on Lewis, do you have another question? I can see you have another question. I have
0: plenty of questions. I am the question man. The question uh, meister. You could say <laughs> so. Um, I've asked you if you were a teacher's pet. You weren't at all, and you weren't a particular fan of the school times. But how often do you reminisce with your friends uh, from school and speak about the good old times? To reminisce is to remember and be a little bit nostalgic about something.
1: Yeah. See, this is it's, it's difficult because I feel. After having spoken to like different teachers and different friends and you know people around the world, my school years were very different because I actually left school at a young age of fourteen, and I didn't really enjoy school. So I don't ever reminisce about my school years. I reminisce more about my childhood. Like uh, you know, being outside of school for me was kind of something I would reminisce about, not so much being in school. Um, but what about you? I'm sure you have some uh, some stories or some anecdotes
0: of. Uh, Of some school times when you were at school. Exactly. A lot of the things that we'll speak about is usually when we're like walking home um, or better said, when we used to walk home from school or we used to walk to school uh, with a big group of friends. And we'd always do little competitions and activities during this time. So in the morning, we'd like have a race and the race was always. A running race. Exactly. The race was always like to get from the top of the park to the bottom. And the park is like a little woods. And you can imagine in the north of England, when sometimes it was raining, it would get very muddy. But we were very, very competitive. So we'd have a serious race where we'd literally be sliding down a hill in the mud and be absolutely covered in mud. Um, And we'd all get so into it. And we'd arrive at school and teachers would like look at us and be like... What the hell? What have you done? Where have you come from? So a lot of the things that we reminisce about are these little games that we do before we got to school and after we got to school, but also maybe about our high school sweethearts and having our first girlfriends and stuff like that.
1: That I do remember, that is oh, actually, yeah? no, you've just reminded me of, that is something I do remember, is the high school sweetheart. But I was quite young, you know, like first girlfriend, the first time you think you're in love. Yeah, years no old. Idea.
0: <laughs> so, uh, go on. Jasmine,
1: if you're listening. No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> but, um, so, go on, let's speak about it. Were you kind of joined at the hip with oh, yeah. uh, a high school girlfriend? And when did this happen?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I remember because actually her I used to do boxing when I was a kid and her dad used to be the boxing trainer Ouch. and we went to school together. And yeah, like it's crazy. We were joined at the hip. Like uh, we were every break time thats 15 minutes of break, we would find each other at lunchtime. After school, we would walk down to the bus station together and then we'd get because we lived in different places so we'd get buses to different places. But yeah, that was quite fun, actually. I remember Aww. that. That is something that I do reminisce about. I'm actually still in,
0: I'm still friends with her now, which is interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, Jasmine, uh, you know where to find him. Love you, Jasmine. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> awesome. Now, uh, I kind of cut you off before. I kind of interrupted you before. I felt like you were going to ask me something. So go ahead.
1: Uh, I was going to ask you something. And this is something that for me was something I remember more so, which was the uh, school summer holidays. Um, I don't know what you think. Some people think they're too long. Some people think they're too short. I personally think they were amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what about you? Did you? Do you think school summer holidays are too long? Obviously taking into account parents, working, costs involved, prices are higher in the summer, holidays are expensive. Like It's, it's, it's a lot to debate on this one.
0: Exactly. Um. To be honest, I discuss this topic with my students sometimes, the ones who have young children. And in Spain, the summer holidays are ridiculously long. They're like three months long. And are they? It, I think the summer holidays start uh either like the first week of July or the last week of June. And then they don't return to school until the first week of September so it's minimum minimum 2 months and in the uk it was always 6 weeks yeah so much to the fact that we actually called it 6 week holidays yeah. um so i think in england they're not too long and i would have loved to have 2 months instead of 6 weeks um but i remember summer holidays were always great we'd go out we'd do some sports we'd knock on our friends' doors And we'd always ask the same question. And it'd be, are you playing out? Are (laughs) you coming out? Or if the parent (laughs) answers, can can, can Timmy come out? Can he he come out with play? Johnny (laughs) there. Can he come play with us? (laughs) Um, So they were great moments, of course, and that was fantastic. But in Spain, I think two and a half months, maybe it is a little bit too long. Uh, What do you think, Mickey?
1: Yeah, I think I agree. I think it's a bit, sounds a bit stressful, like especially with parents having to manage work, kids uh, filling their days with activities or, you know, family members having to help them if they, you know, are lucky enough to have them around to be able to help them with uh, tasks. I think England, I remember mine in England, I remember it being exactly six weeks because literally the last day of school, my dad would send us on an aeroplane to Spain me and my brother and sister for six weeks and we would come back the day before school started and that was like that every year going through school so i, I really enjoyed the the six week holiday or the summer holiday in the from the
0: uk i bet whenever you return to class all of your friends or teachers would be like mickey you're so tanned where have you been
1: yeah, yeah, I was uh, I always had that kind of tan skin at school as well. So people did look at me
0: and like, where's was
1: he where's he originally a Spanish from? Spanish
0: by doing. <laughs> yeah. Now, um we'll wrap it up in a minute, but let's finish with one more debatable topic. And it's all about homework. So, teachers usually give students too much homework. Um what agree. are your thoughts on this? You agree? <laughs> I no think, hesitation. I think that if
1: the subjects and the classes being taught in school are useful and engaging for children that when they finish school, they shouldn't have to do any homework. They should focus as school hours as just their hours. So they put all of their energy into school, academic tasks. And when they finish school, it's about the students, they can do whatever they want, whether they want to go and play with their friends, whether they want to sit at home, whether they want. But it doesn't have to be school related and they shouldn't be forced to do homework which, in my opinion, most of the time is a little bit useless. I think learning a language is different. I learn a language because you have to put the effort in uh, and you have to put the hours in to improve and memorise things. But if you're doing homework just to memorise an exam that you have to do at school, I think it's taking up space in the child's brain, which could be used to be more effective doing other tasks that's my opinion
0: <laughs> yeah, um fair enough you've got that off your chest and yeah, I i'm getting a bit angry talking <laughs> yeah, about it no, calm down man calm down <laughs> it's touchy <actually> um, subject <laughs> yeah yeah uh to be honest i agree with pretty much everything you said uh, i think the only thing that i would add is that if homework could be fun and engaging and entertaining for children and teenagers so like they would prepare some projects And the projects would be like a teamwork activity where they'd have to, I don't know, prepare a video on a certain topic. Then Mm -hmm. that could be more beneficial rather than just uh, filling out, I don't know, a test or completing exercises in a workbook, which is great. But I don't think we can force kids to do it because then it's just going to create this cycle of them thinking like, ugh. I don't yeah. want to do that. That's not fun when it could be fun.
1: Well, I think nowadays as well, there's a there's a big opportunity to make uh, homework or extracurriculum activities more fun and engaging with technology. Now we're all used to working online or, you know, using different tools and applications. So I think, uh, yeah, maybe there is there are ways around it to make it a bit more fun and engaging. But at the moment, it's not my cup of tea and I uh, don't agree with it
0: fantastic a fantastic way to finish the pod it's not my cup of tea i don't like it i'm not keen on it i'm not into it i'm not a fan of it i'm not fond of it <gasps> That's good. so on that note um thank you everybody for listening uh thank you mickey for joining thank you and, for inviting me uh at the end of the pod i always tell people uh, a phrase uh, a catchphrase mickey what is the catchphrase I have no idea
1: what the catchphrase is, but I'm guessing by the look on your face, Lewis, is teachers have one of the best jobs ever.
0: Um, uh, no, it's not that at all. But hey, that's I'll not even a it. catchphrase. <laughs> 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 what I was what I was wanting Mickey to say is don't forget to teachify your life. Oh,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> don't forget to teachify your life.
0: <laughs> so on that note, thank you very much, everybody, and <laughs>
1: And don't forget to to
0: (laughs) (laughs) see you later. See you later.
1: Bye.